everybody. So I'm so excited. I have the opportunity today to talk to my friend Rob. He's one of my favorite bloggers and uh, he had a tremendous accomplishment. This uh, week he was able to post his 4,000th review. We were able to talk to him at his 3,000th review, which is amazing. And I'll post a link to that podcast uh, a while back and uh now he's on uh review number four thousand and uh so thank you so much for joining me on the podcast you you've been on our my my podcast before and so uh why don't you, but it's been a little while so why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do okay um so um as as you could probably guess i'm, I'm a movie lover i've been uh you know, watching movies for, for all of my life, and I love watching movies. Um, and about five years ago, I started this little website, uh, you know, doing uh, short uh, reviews of movies, non-spoiler reviews mostly, um, where every time I watch a movie, I, uh, you know, I write a, write a little bit about it just to try and give people a, a little bit of a taste of what the movie's about, and they can decide whether they want to check it out or not based on, uh, you know, based on what I write. Um, and uh, as you mentioned, the yesterday, uh, or actually, it's no, it's, it is still yesterday. It's yesterday for you also, um, because of the time difference. Um, I I posted my four thousandth review, um, which uh, I've been looking forward to doing for a while. You know, um, for me, it's never been reaching a certain goal. You know, it's it's just continuing. You know, I've I've now passed the four thousand, and you know. I'm, I'm looking forward for the future. It's not a question of, of setting a particular uh, number in sight. Whatever number I get to, you know, will be great. And uh, I enjoy doing it. And I enjoy, you know, hearing people's responses to the things that I write and uh, hearing other people's opinions, which obviously sometimes differ from my own. But that, that, that's the whole point of, of why we do this, because we like to debate the issues and, uh, you know, discuss between, one, uh, between us all. What, what we think of, uh, you know, the, the realm of movies, which is so vast and uh, so enjoyable. Yeah. And uh, that's why I do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's uh, what's fun is that, uh, you know, you and I often disagree on, on films, uh, but uh, it's the- Which is fine. If we all agreed, if we all agreed, it would be really boring. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's the conversation that makes it makes it fun and sometimes you know i learn from other people that see things differently and that uh you know that sometimes i'm like oh i didn't even thought of it from that perspective and and uh, so uh, you know. correct I, I totally agree with you on that and and that that, that goes also just re-watching a movie on your own i mean my, my 4000th review was actually a movie that that i hated when i first saw it uh 18 or 19 years ago and when i rewatched it now i really enjoyed it um so our opinions do change over the years about things and stuff like that. And uh, I mean, for, for people who don't know how I did this, I'm sorry, sorry to cut you off, Rachel. But uh, for people who don't know how, how I do this, um, the reason I said that, that, I, that that was the movie that, that was chosen for my 4,000, um, I, I, I try to do things for my milestones to, to make it a little more interesting where I get people to suggest movies that they, they uh, think I might like uh, or that they want to hear a review of or, or so... What I then do is, uh, this time I actually got 55 movies from, from different reviewers, from different movie bloggers, uh, you know, around the world. And I, I put them all into a, into a hat, or it, it's, it's, it's a, a, uh, a figurative hat, because I, I do it on an app. But, uh, you know, basically, basically I, I pick out 
a movie each time and I don't know what I'm going to watch next. You know, each time I pick a movie and whatever it is that, that that's what I watch. And, uh, so the, the 4,000th movie, uh, turned out to be, uh, existence, uh, with uh, Jude Law and uh, Jennifer Jason Lee, which again, I, I didn't know when I first started the, you know, the, uh, watching those 55 movies, which, which would eventually, uh, have the, uh, quote unquote honor of being, yeah. of being the 4,000th review. But, but I, I was actually happy that it turned out to be one, first of all, that I liked. Sure. And uh, second of all, it was something that, that, that proves to, to, even to me that even after watching so many movies and seeing movies over and over, um, opinions change. And that's a good thing. And that, that's also why uh, I, I, even if, if people go through my set, you'll see that I have certain movies that I've reviewed over and over. Because each time I watch it, I might see something a little different yeah. from a different perspective. Um, my rating might go up, might go down. You know, depends on, on uh, you know, each viewing is its, is its own, uh, has its own merit for, for reviewing. Yeah, and you really should, there's especially certain movies, you really should give them more than one watch, you know, that they're, that there's some layers and there's different times in your life that you think about things differently or, or there's movies that I, I love and I love for different reasons, like, uh for me i i love uh i don't know breakfast at tiffany's uh, for a different reason now than i loved it when i was in college it really spoke to me in a different way but um but one that i uh hated when i was in college uh, or i really didn't care for is close encounters of the third kind i thought oh, okay i actually oh. just rewatched that recently oh yeah and I thought it was boring uh, in when I was younger, but as an adult, I, I watched it for uh, for my blog, uh, and um, I I really loved it. It really spoke to me, and it really had themes about uh, sort of the f- whole fake news kind of that we have now, and sort of these themes about the media and how the you know trusting the media and stuff that I never would have seen when I was in high, you know I was in high school or college, you know and and uh i don't know it just i really found it moving and i found it uh uh, interesting and not boring really at all so uh it's i don't know it's just an interesting uh it's an interesting thing how that happens yeah completely yeah and then and and there's also movies that i loved that i loved that don't hold up that well for me as an adult. <laughs> Correct. That, that happens to all of us. Yeah. Right. I, I actually I just read a review of one of my favorite movies. Uh, you know, from 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 being from a kid, from when I was a kid, uh, a movie called Midnight Madness from uh, 1980, which I loved watching yeah. as, as a kid. And uh, so uh, there's 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 a reviewer. Uh, there's his name is James uh, Bernadette, Bernadelli. I think is, that's how his name is pronounced. Uh-huh. Um, he's, 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 I guess you can call a quote unquote real reviewer, not like us, uh, right, amateur right. ones. Um, and so he, he actually just re re-reviewed it and he said he loved it as a kid. And he says, certain movies are better just to not revisit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they just don't hold up as well. I mean, I personally still think that movie holds up really well. Yeah. You know, cause I saw it, I saw it a few years ago and I, I still loved it. Uh, but but I can understand that sentiment because there are a lot of movies that I loved as a kid that when I rewatch now, I'm like, I can't believe that I really enjoyed that movie. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, you realize, Ooh, yeah. The nostalgia glasses were probably on a little, uh, a little hard for, for that. But uh, then, yeah, there's other ones like, 
I don't know. Like I, I, I probably have a little bit of nostalgia for things like Dirty Dancing, but I think it. I actually think it's the movies like that to me at least still hold up and it's still a, a good movie. But yeah, then there's others like uh, I don't know, just something like usually some mo- movies involving dance of some kind or <laughs> movies that that uh, or or like The Cutting Edge. I I, I do enjoy it still, but but it's definitely uh, partly nostalgia that i enjoy it i admit it it's not like a great movie but i still like it uh, okay. but uh i don't know uh there's a whole there's a whole sort of class of movies i call sleepover movies that i watch with my friends uh when i was you know what like eight to twelve you know when we'd have sleepovers and we'd watch these like silly movies usually involving dance or ice skating of some kind <laughs> <laughs> and uh and so anyway they're 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 fun so had the uh um the oscars for 2000 the 2018 oscars for 2017 movie year and i was curious what you thought if you thought the right films were nominated slash one um what was what were your uh what were your overall feeling about it my overall feeling was is that that first of all it was a very good year because there was a lot of diversity with with uh with both the the films that won it wasn't wasn't a year where it was a clear cut that uh who was going to be all the winners uh which which helps make things a little more interesting you know uh i mean again years where where there where there are amazing films that are going to sweep everything are also fun to watch but uh you know it's it's nice to see that they they share the wealth a little bit here and there um so the the one movie actually that I loved that I that I'm that didn't get that I feel didn't get enough uh, love this year was um, uh, was the Greatest Showman. Mm. Yeah, which uh, which I had heard like a year ago. I heard how great it was. It was uh, it was supposed to be, and then uh, by the time I finally saw it, and I actually saw it the morning of the Oscars this year. That was the that was my first opportunity to see it before the Oscars, uh, you know, happened. And I, I loved it. I mean, the music was great. The choreography was great. The story, the message, everything was, was just amazing. And it really surprises me that, that um, uh, the Academy didn't, didn't give it a little more love. I mean, it only got two nominations. Uh, it, only, it got... It only got one. Just no, it only got one nomination for, for, for the song. And I can't believe the song didn't win. Because This Is Me is just an amazing song. Yeah. And, uh, you know. I do I, love I, Coco. But, but yeah, I, I, I was... I, I enjoyed Coco, too. I didn't enjoy Coco as much as I enjoyed The Greatest Showman. But, uh, but I, I think that the, the, the song This Is Me is so much more powerful than, than Remember Me, which is also a good song. No, mm-hmm. not, not trying to, uh, to yeah. knock that. But uh, I, I was just surprised that, that this film just didn't get as much love. Yeah. Um, do I think Shape of, The Shape of Water deserved to win Best Picture? I'm not sure. It was a very good film. Um, it, it, it's in my top ten. Uh, is it the best film of the year? I don't know. I mean, I still think that, that, that Dunkirk was the best movie uh, of the year because of the way that it was done. But... Uh, I think a lot of people had had problems with the fact that it, it wasn't your typical narrative, right, um, right? And that's that's why it only won uh, technical awards this year. Yeah. Um, I, I also thought that Three Billboards was 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 a better better 
story than than uh, than Shape of Water was. But that one also there was a lot of backlash because you know how could people you know people were were upset about the fact that how could you have characters that 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 are racist uh, you know how how can you use that as a as as a uh, launch pad for 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 a movie you know as a, with a message which i think that's part of the message though is that that uh you know he wasn't i don't know if you've seen it or not and i don't yeah. know well, i don't want to give away too many speak too many too many uh, spoilers here but 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 you see that he's on his way towards redemption but he isn't completely redeemed and that was yeah. the problem that people had they said how could someone like that be redeemed and you know <laughs> I wasn't a big fan of it, to be honest, um, but not because it has a racist character. The reason why I didn't like Three Billboards is because I felt like it was all sort of, uh, I, f- I felt like it was sort of sound and fury signifying nothing. Not, maybe that's a little harsh, but just, I felt like it was all this rage, but but for what? Like, I didn't feel, I I, I didn't feel the connection to the characters, and I felt like they would do these actions and then there would be no repercussions for the actions. And so it, it didn't, uh, okay. But that sometimes is life, you know, yeah, not, but, we're not talking about, see that that's one of the things that, you know, for, for people that are film historians, you know, the idea that, that during the, uh, the Hayes code and everything like that, you know, you couldn't let someone get away with something. Everyone has to, to, to you know, if, you, if someone commits a murder, he has to somehow get get uh, either caught or or someone has, he has to get his payback somehow or whatever. But the truth is, in life, that doesn't work that way. Yeah, but but it just made it. As, I guess it's supposed to be an anti-hero, but it wasn't somebody that I I respected or or was interested in or I don't know. I didn't find it. I certainly didn't find it funny. And I think it was supposed to be funny at times, but it didn't. Wasn't funny to me. And I no, no I, did, I didn't find the money the movie funny. I don't think it, it's meant to be a comedy. It's I mean it's a, it's a dark it's a dark story. Yeah, uh, like it the, reminded me a lot of Fargo. Did you have you, yeah. have you seen Fargo? Okay, so I, I, but I think I think Margie, Margie and Fargo is a million times more likable than any of the characters in in uh, in Three Billboards, in my opinion. And I don't know, like scenes like when he beats up that uh, um, that man for doing nothing, like it was just like a nonsensical act, and I didn't I didn't understand what we were supposed to gain from that. And and he's there's absolutely no like punishment for like he should be in jail for doing something like that and uh and i don't know i i just it just didn't it just didn't work for me and uh i i just i felt like it was just like all this rage but for what like what was it trying to what was it trying to do i don't know it just didn't it just didn't work for me but it, not because of like some sjw concern of of whatever but okay. I, it just all right but I, I, yeah. I can accept that yeah but um but uh so i was happy that it didn't win i must admit <laughs> i was like yay okay. shape of all water right. um because i felt like shape of water was sort of a fairy tale for men if that and the re- what i mean by that is that it had sort of a to me it like a traditional sort of masculine energy to a lot of the characters and a lot of the you know but then it had these traditional sort of fairy tale underpinnings to it which i thought was interesting um, okay right. that, that's uh that's that's the thorough for you that he you know he, he likes to, to weave yeah. fairy tales out of out of uh you know out of out of other type of stories i mean a perfect example of that is pan's labyrinth 
where yeah. he does that. And that, that's just an amazing film, the way that he did it. I actually think that Pan's Labyrinth is a better film than, than The Shape of Water was. I agree. But, but, when, but when it comes to uh, Best Actress, I really think that, that um, um, uh, right now I'm drawing a blank of what her name was, what her name is. Um, Sally Hawkins was so much, was, was amazing in Shape of Water, and I think she should have won. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree. Because I mean, to be able to, to, be able to play a, a mute character and, and still get across everything, including the love and, and emotion and stuff like that, not, not, very, not very many actresses can, can achieve what she achieved. Yeah, I agree. I I would have also given it. Francis McDormand was good in Three Billboards, but I would have given it to Sally Hawkins. Also, I agree with you. Um, but yeah, my favorite of the as a general rule, I thought that it wasn't the most memorable group of nominees. Like, I, there's yeah. only really one that I would get on Blu-ray. <laughs> that i would want to watch like again <laughs> um but none of them were like horrible but like uh but i don't know yeah i Wait a second. I, I i do I, I disagree with you on that one i i thought that phantom uh thread was horrible you thought it was horrible huh i couldn't is that the one that you're gonna buy on the no on no oh. get out is the one i would buy on blu-ray get out okay blu-ray <laughs> but um okay. And then, so for me, the order, I uh, Get Out was my favorite of the nominees. And then Dunkirk would be my second favorite. It was just like such an, I wouldn't really want to get it on DVD though, because it's not like something I want to like watch and watch again, but it was a really amazing experience at the theater. And, uh, and then my next favorite of the nominees is The Post. I thought it was a... I, lo I love The Post. I'm one yeah. of the few people who actually loved it. Yeah, I, I really did too. Uh, and I thought it was, they didn't forget to tell an entertaining story and it would have been right. really easy to just be all message. Correct. Um, and, uh, and then I, then I had call me by your name. It would be my next favorite. Just, it was, uh, definitely just, a. I thought it was a, you know, moving story. It was so beautifully filmed. Uh, the way you used music was so beautiful, but it was, uh, to me, the, the downside to Call Me By Your Name was that it was sort of hard for me to relate to the characters, you know, living this, like, luxurious lifestyle in Europe, you know. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but I thought it was beautiful. And, uh, and then um, Lady Bird would be my next favorite. I, I, I really thought that uh, I would have personally given Laurie Metcalf this, the Oscar over... Um, uh even i love allison janney so much um but uh i don't know i thought that laurie meckham was so great as the mom in Lady Bird. right okay i agree with you that, that she was great there but i thought that allison janney was just so much better oh really interesting. I'm, also, I'm also a big big wrestling fan so you know that brings, oh. those memories too <laughs> i love allison janney like i'm so excited that now because i love juno's one of my favorite movies of like all time i love juno and and uh, so now I'm excited because both of the parents in a in a Juno have Oscars. <laughs> have Oscars, correct? Okay. But anyway, so yeah, Lady Bird would be my next, um, and then Shape of Water, which makes it seem like I really didn't like it, but I did. Um, and uh, yeah, and then um, Three Billboards, I guess, was next is the final one. 
But um, but yeah, there were a lot Wait, of. Where was, where was Phantom Thread on that list? Oh, Phantom Thread. Yeah, it would be after Lady Bird. And uh, uh, that would even be before Shape of Water. No, Phantom Thread would be after Shape of Water. Ah, okay, before Three Rivers. Okay. Like I, I liked Phantom Thread. It was beautifully made. It was, but it was. I thought it was. I thought it was. Oh, and nicely made production-wise, but the story was just. Yeah. All over the place. I would say Phantom Thread, then The Longest Yard, and then, um, and then, uh, or the what was it? The Churchill one. Oh yeah, yeah. forgot about the, forgot about the Darkest Hour. Darkest Dark. Hour. What am I saying? Longest Yard. Darkest Hour, and then uh, yeah. But um, but yeah, I I thought there were a lot of really good movies that got missed. I was really upset that there was a movie called Step that um was a documentary that I thought was amazing last year that didn't even didn't even make the short list. The documentary branch is for the best documentary, and the documentary branch is just like the worst. And uh, in my opinion, and there was a movie called Faces Places that was so charming so lovely and it didn't win over some some like thick piece about the olympics you're like oh um that was very annoying i i also uh i would have nominated for best picture i would have uh i really loved personal shopper with Kristen stewart i loved the big sick um and i i really liked ingrid goes west that one didn't get any love at all at the oscars um and i i really liked the disaster artist and that didn't get any love either um uh, so oh well and i definitely would have given best visual effects to war for the planet of the apes personally so the, but well, i wasn't uh, a fan of blade runner so i, I would agree with that but uh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah blade runner the original blade runner i respect it but i i, think I, I watched both of them back to back a few months ago and it was just like eh. yeah it's not my not my type of thing agreed me too they're too slow for me they're just kind of boring for me but um but i get why other people love them uh <laughs> i i i tried i've i've tried like four or five times to watch blade runner because people are always like oh the next you have to watch it like three or four to, you have to watch it again and i'm like or watch this cut or whatever and i'm always it just puts me to sleep uh but uh but anyway so yeah I, another one I, I i thought was worthy of nomination they got no love at all was detroit i thought that was a really compelling movie um hard to watch but um but I thought it was it was good. So, but um, but yeah, I don't know. The Oscars, you you uh, you have to take it with a grain of salt. I think that is correct. <laughs> as much as, as as I love the Oscars and I love watching them and and sometimes rewatching them and stuff like that. Um, bottom line is, is that I'm I'm not a voter and I I have my opinion and you know yeah. <laughs> everyone else has their opinions and it basically all that counts are the people who have votes. Right, right. <laughs> what, what they uh, think. Yeah. Uh, what was your favorite movie of last year? Do you have a favorite? Um, my favorite, if I remember correctly, it was Dunkirk. Um, oh yeah, that was really good. Um, for me, it was Coco. Coco was my favorite movie. I loved, I loved Coco. Uh, so, uh, and then I loved Wonder Woman. I it just to me was that to me. Wonder Woman is my favorite superhero movie outside of The Incredibles. 
because I just really spiritually, like I spiritually connected with it. And that, that might sound weird to talk about a superhero movie, but just her, like what she learns about kind of human nature and that like the, the frailty of mankind, how we are, we just be so cruel to each other. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I found it really moving and, uh, and, and, uh, yeah, like the ending is a little over the top, but uh, it didn't bother me like it did some. I just, I, I really, I really thought it was great. I loved it. <laughs> so, all right, that's that, that's why we do this. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so anyway, uh, the right now, so so I mean, you, you basically asked me my my top movie of 2017. So yeah, number one was Dunkirk. Number two was Three Billboards. Three was Greatest Showman, and four is uh, Star Wars The Last Jedi. Ah, I was going to ask uh, uh, where you were on, on uh, some of the more divisive films of last year. Yes. So you were real high on Last Jedi then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what did you like about it? Um, that it was different. And and after seeing it the first time, I, I had I had to take some time thinking about it because I'm a big Star Wars fan. Uh-huh. Uh, and But the second time I watched it, I started it started, you know, uh, seeping in. That okay, this is this is a nice direction that they're going with. It. Yeah. I don't know where, what that direction is, but I know it's a completely different direction than from what we're used to. Yeah, I mean, I was mixed on it. There were things that I really liked. I loved Raylo so much. I thought that was great. I thought the visually it was great. I I thought it was, I thought it was overall entertaining. Um, but I did have some issues for sure. I hated Space Leia. Like that whole sequence I thought looked terrible and it just wasn't, wasn't for me. I didn't like Lara Dern's character, uh, Admiral Holdo at all. Um, and I, uh, I did not like Hologram Luke. I didn't like that choice. I thought it was kind of anticlimactic. And um, so I had some issues. But it was a cool scene. <laughs> it, there were some cool things about the scene, but I just, I felt like it would have been better had he been there and, and, uh, I, and I just didn't feel like the choices they made with his character really made sense to me with his character and everything we know about him and his loyalty and and because uh, there's nothing more important to Luke than friendship and but that uh, was 35 years ago yeah uh, but I feel like those core parts of like who you are I feel like that doesn't change like yes like you 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 grow and you 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 learn but like you're still like the same core like human being in life and and uh i it felt like this was this like completely different person and i i don't know i i they didn't convince me at least that like there was this reason here's here's why he had changed here's what's going on uh it was just like this totally different person and maybe they could have convinced me, but, but like I said, I didn't hate it. I'm not one of those haters. It was, it was entertaining enough for me, but I, I didn't love it either. I guess I'm in the middle on it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens. It's always hard in the trilogy too, when you haven't seen the third, you haven't seen how it correct. ends. So, that's correct. but I, but I loved Raylo. I thought their chemistry was like through the roof and I was not expecting to like them together so much. And uh, so I'm very curious to see what happens because, because it seems like to me, how do you have the, uh, the Skywalker name end up as 
the villains in the in this you know this trilogy this well having trilogy. having read a lot of the books that that no longer uh, are relevant yeah. because they're you know they're i think they're called legacy now or something like that um so in the books that that happens also there there are skywalkers who become bad and stuff like that even luke becomes bad for a little while before he goes back and yeah so it's, it's it, would just be, it would be weird though to have a nine movie arc of a family uh story end with him with them becoming the the only remaining skywalker becoming the world's the world's greatest villain you know so it's like how are they gonna redeem this character is he redeemable so i'm really curious to see how it all shakes out i'm very curious so but anyway yeah i i i think so i was gonna ask what your favorite blockbuster was of uh, 2017 but i guess the, the, that made greatest showman for your favorite um yes i wouldn't necessarily call the greatest showman a blockbuster but yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i really loved the greatest showman as well i i think people that are like oh it's not historically accurate i'm like yeah who cares Stop watching I, movies yeah because <laughs> like the sound and music if people are not, going if people are going to watch movies for for historical accuracy they're they're in for a big big shock yeah well and especially a musical come on like i the sound of music is very historically inaccurate to everything that happened to the von traps i've read maria von trapp's book it's super boring it wasn't interesting <laughs> Well, it's because they don't. The kids don't sing "Good Night, Farewell." farewell. Yeah, <laughs> I, I take the musical night, any day farewell. over. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so well, I, I was gonna ask. So, have you seen anything so far of 2018 releases that you really liked? Um. Yes, I really enjoyed uh, Ready Player One. Ah, yeah. I, I read the book and I love the book mm-hmm. and now I've uh, watched the movie and they're so different and yeah. they both get so much right mm-hmm. and uh, they're just the movie was so much fun watching um, but uh, I'm, I'm hoping that, that that my feelings for, for that will be eclipsed uh, in about a month or so when uh, when solo comes out yeah so you're uh, I'm, really look, I'm really looking forward to solo uh i mean uh, rogue one has become one of my favorite star wars movies um i mean i've seen that i think six or seven times so far um mm-hmm. every time i watch it i'm just enthralled more and more with it i think it has to do with the fact that it's not from the skywalker story you know it's mm-hmm. something a little different but it's in the same universe and i'm looking forward to something like that from solo um i know a lot of people are not looking forward to it but uh I'm I'm hoping that 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 they're all going to be surprised, and I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, not be surprised and and love it. Cool, yeah, I hope so too. I mean, I hope I I I mean, I'm always going to be excited for a uh, Star Wars movie. I but uh, but you know, there's some nervousness, but I'm actually a big fan of the Ron Howard choice personally. I I prefer Star Wars in the hands of classic directors, in my opinion, like with a classic blockbuster kind of mentality to them i think just works better with the franchise than i don't really want like edgy directors directing star wars and so i'm I'm excited to see what he brings to the table and uh i hope i hope it'll be fun you know i mean i think that that a lot of people are nervous because of the problems the production but also you know we've already had a lot of people don't like the prequels and uh you know you already had characters that you loved 
not get the greatest prequel in the world uh and so it's like please don't ruin han solo you know like please <laughs> but uh but uh, and i but i thought the trailers have been fine i I've, I've seen i saw the trailer and the teaser both once and i refuse to see them again because yeah. i want to keep my mind fresh uh yeah. for, for when i i mean i'll see them after i see the movie but uh not until i see the movie um and i've 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 liked what i've seen yeah. And uh, I mean, I, I heard that they just uh, um, they just signed uh, what's his name Al, Al, Aldenreich, you know, to, yeah. to another two two solo movies. So yeah. hopefully that that's a good thing. Yeah, hopefully. I hopefully mean, there's that there's definitely potential to this yeah. to this uh, hand solo uh, story. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that. I'm really excited. Uh, we're recording this on uh on the uh, 26th and i'm getting to see infinity war tonight which i'm really Ooh, enjoy yeah i'm really looking forward to I, that i still haven't seen black panther so i'm, I'm waiting to see hopefully you're gonna oh. get a chance to see black panther soon and then then infinity war good it's good film i think black panther it's in my top 10 of the year oh, wow. so far and uh i really thought game night was hilarious it made me laugh i really liked a quiet place uh, I haven't seen any of those yet. That was good, and I loved Paddington too. Is my favorite of the year so far. No, that's really 2017. Uh, oh, for over there, yeah. I just <laughs> loved it. I thought it was one of the best family films of the last ten years. I honestly. Oh wow. Okay. All right. I'll have to bump that up on my list. Uh, so to catch sweet. It. Yeah. So sweet. And so, uh, and I loved the first one personally i thought it was great but i don't know i might even like this one even a little better which is high praise but uh but yeah so there's been some some really i feel like it's actually been a pretty strong year i i went to this i went to sundance uh film festival and so uh i think that's maybe part of the reason why it feels really strong uh but um i don't know i feel like it's been a pretty strong year uh so far in uh movies and um is there anything else you're looking forward to coming up in the summer? Um, I, uh, I'm trying to remember what 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 else are you all supposed to be coming up this year? Are you excited for Jurassic World too? Not so much. Maybe. Not so much. I mean, I'm gonna see it, and I'll, I'll you know that, that it's actually funny because I, I just watched rewatched uh, Jurassic Park today, um, mm-hmm. but. Uh, uh, I, I I think that 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 nothing's going to top the original. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's part of my problem here. Um, so I mean, I, I I know that there's another Predator sequel coming out this this summer, which I'll be interested in seeing. But uh, I mean, I can't say that there's anything that's really um, right now besides Solo that that I really want to see. You know, because I, I don't get to see as many movies in the theaters as as, as I would like. Yeah. Uh, of family commitments and things like that but uh i'm really excited for incredibles too i've i've been looking forward to that it's one of my favorite pixar movies incredibles and i haven't loved the trailers that i've seen but uh usually pixar has bad trailers so (laughs) i'm like fingers crossed that it's really good i i hope so so that's my most anticipated but okay i can understand that um i mean deadpool 2 is supposed to be coming out and that that that'll hopefully be a lot of fun yeah. um there, there's another mission impossible movie coming out yeah that, that'll hopefully be be fun but again 
part of part of my problem with with the fact that they constantly make sequels and remakes and stuff is yeah. they're, they're just uh, you know returning the old butter. That's what that's what basically they're doing. Uh, they're not bringing that much new or fresh things in. I mean, I just just saw this week, uh, you know, Pacific Rim Uprising, and I really liked the first one, and the second one didn't feel as if it's really bringing anything. Yeah, you really have to go with the indies to find those films that are bringing new things to the table. Like I, Correct. yeah, I did a top ten of a box office prediction, and only one was a non sequel slash spinoff kind of thing, uh, and uh, that that was Skyscraper in my predictions, which you know. So I mean, uh, but um, but yeah, like there's movies like Eighth Grade and Hereditary and and uh, movies like that, that that are interesting and and uh but uh that probably won't you know make the top 10 but um but anyway so i was going to ask you as a final question uh if you could change one current movie trend what would you change what would you do there you go <laughs> I, would, well, I would stop with stop with the sequels and the remakes yeah um, I mean, TV, TV is also getting into that too much. TV is, they're, 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 they're bringing back old shows. Instead of thinking yeah, of like, new, new things, they're, they're just either, either changing the characters or they're, they're actually now starting to bring back the same actors from, you know, from 20, 30 years ago and, and giving them, uh, you know, letting the show continue. Yeah. Um, and and it, it seems as if they're missing out on the idea that, that they need to try and find new ideas, not just to go and rehash the old ones. Um, so I agree, that's and that's a trend that I would that I would definitely. I mean, again, I, I'm I'm I, I want to point out that I know it's hard sitting and writing a movie and and uh, you know and directing it and whatever. I'm not trying to belittle their their work at all or whatever, but you know people want to see fresh ideas. Yeah. They don't want to just you know just because something worked in the past doesn't mean that you need to say okay I'm gonna do it again. Yeah, it's frustrating to me, especially when you have studios like Disney, which like Disney had never done a in their um uh, in their canon films at least their studio films they had never done uh very many they hadn't done very many sequels and uh, there'd only been one. In, uh, yeah, the rescuers. The canon, yeah, the rescuers. Um, and now See, I knew that. I knew that. Yeah, I know. That was good. <laughs> um, but now Wreck It Ralph 2, which to me does not look good. I'm not looking forward to it. And uh and then we have Frozen 2, which I'm sure will be fine. I, I like Frozen. I'm not a, one of the people that don't like Frozen. Um uh, and I like uh, Frozen too, but what I, I like Frozen also, but I, I don't yeah. know why it's needed to continue their story. No, I would way rather have a new movie from Disney, then Frozen 2 and Rick Ralph 2. And then you have, um, uh, and then even with Pixar, you know, you've got uh, Finding Dory and Cars 3, Incredibles 2, uh, Toy Story 4, like frustrating. Like I wish we could get more movies like Coco and, and, uh, uh, but um, instead of all these, these sequels, I mean, uh, you know, Walt believed in moving forward and constantly in like all these live action remakes. He would hate that so much. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm not a fan of it either. No. And uh, and next year we have three. We almost had four. But they next year we have Dumbo with Tim Burton. I'm not looking forward to that. 
uh and uh and then we have aladdin with guy ritchie directing Ugh. and then we have lion king i'm just like oh and uh, <laughs> i'm not looking forward to it at all uh no. but uh but so that's that's definitely the trend that i would get rid of is the live action remake okay no i agree with that but but for me that basically is the same idea yeah, because it's the same thing yeah it's remaking you know i mean i i know that you're a fan of of the original beauty and the beast then to take yeah you know something like that and try to try to do it in live action and, and make it better it's not going to happen no you know no, um not. i mean come on it was it was the first animated movie of three <laughs> that that have been nominated for best picture ever yeah you know and that was and that was the hardest of of all of them to 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 do it because there were only five nominees at that point yeah. um because beauty and the beast was such an amazing movie but to to redo it as as a live action just didn't work well and if you're going to remake something like i they like i think the planet of the apes movies are a good example of like even if people some people don't like them like they brought something new to the table they told a new story they they were really different than the original planet of the apes while still having some like homages and some like hints and whatever but like uh they they just created something new and in and uh different and uh, i think that's what you got to do i mean even i wasn't a huge fan of blade Runner 2049 but i did appreciate that i felt like it was true to the original while still doing something new i think it wasn't just like a rehash of the original uh and i think that that's what you got to do is you got to and i loved pete's dragon did you did you see pete's dragon yes i, I wasn't the biggest fan, big fan even though i love i love i love uh robert redford but uh okay no. but i i thought that that i mean because the original is so silly and it's so uh and uh and uh, it's fine i don't hate it it's fine but i think that they took some core ideas and then made something totally new and i really i really thought it was great but uh um but i know that's the way i think you should do remakes is like i don't know and uh but um but it's not it's not a that's definitely the trend that i would <laughs> say hold up hold up but they make tons of money so uh how can you blame them so anyway well thank you so much for for talking with me and uh you're very welcome thank yeah. you for the invitation yeah well, always I'm a pleasure We'll have to talk when you get to five thousand. That'll. <laughs> it should be should be should be next year sometime. Yeah. I, I I've I've been right now I'm I'm somewhere I think between eight hundred and fifty and nine hundred uh, you know, reviews a year. So yeah. Sometime in the beginning of twenty nineteen, I hope to get there. That's impressive. So, how many movies do you watch a typical day? Um, usually about five or six. Yeah. Depends on depends on the day. That's amazing. And it was a slow day. I only saw three movies so far, but it's only early in the day. <laughs> yeah. What, did, what, three did you, what three did you watch today? What did I watch today? Um, I saw Music of the Heart uh-huh. uh, with, with Meryl Streep. Uh-huh. I saw Jurassic Park and I saw uh, True Colors with uh, John Cusack and uh, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Uh, John Kuzak and James Fader. That is ah, me. Okay, cool. Yeah. Ah. 
we'll see we'll see what 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 the evening holds yeah very impressive all right well cool i really appreciate you coming on talking uh, movies with me I, it was a lot of fun and definitely do what we should do it probably before five thousand. why not sounds then, good to me <laughs> just let me know uh so how can people uh find you uh how do they what's your okay so my website my website is uh, moviewrob.wordpress.com uh, um and my twitter hang- handle is uh, real movie rob great and i'll have links for that in the description section and uh, definitely check out uh, his blog. It's really great. And uh, you can uh, find me at Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and YouTube and at Smiling LDS Girl on social media. And, uh, and, uh, and, and that will be great. And uh, thanks again. And uh, we will talk again soon. All right. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Bye.